when you take your idea, sprinkle a little belief on it or borrow belief from somebody else, and then take action, that becomes the pedestal where you can then reshift your identity again and again and again and again. And I think as long as you have these three, you're going to be in a really good place and you're going to have a lot of opportunity to shift your perspective. But that's really what we're talking about here is taking you out of yourself for a minute and understanding the implications of your identity and then to Kevin's three steps, how you can actually shift it if you want to. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Paul Mary, And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven, but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another episode of Next Level University, where we help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed yesterday's episode, episode number 1,556, Building Self-Worth Can Feel Gross, Dirty, Icky, whatever words you want to use. Today, for episode number 1,557, three things to work on if you want to shift your identity. I don't know if I have a really good story or maybe a better story than this. I remember at the very beginning of this journey, anytime I would be around someone who had the title of doctor, I would be very insecure. Doctor anything, any medical doctor, whatever, whatever it was, just doctor. And I remember just being nervous and insecure and being afraid of making mistakes and thinking the person was judging me and not being smart enough, all of those things. And I had a moment today, and this wasn't the story I intended on using, but I had a moment today where I was taking care of some things for some clients and I, I did something for one client who is a doctor and then I did something for another client right after who is also a doctor. And I had a moment where I said, oh my goodness, so much has changed, not just over this year, but over the entirety of this journey with my identity around who I think I am. And I thought to myself, why? It's really hard, Alan, at times, because when people ask me, how did you become this? How did you become more confident, self-worth, all those things? It's just so many things behind the scenes. It's just so many things going back to a couple episodes that we've done this week. But the podcast is a huge reason for it because of the opportunities the podcast has created. So I think there's really three things, three steps, three checks, three places you must visit in order to shift your identity. One, it has to be an idea first. So the idea of I really would like to get to the place eventually where I identify as blank. It has to be an idea. It has to be something that comes into your consciousness that you have, I won't even say you have some belief in the beginning, you have some desire. Maybe desire comes before belief for you. So that's part one, idea. Two, belief that it can actually happen. The belief that it can actually happen for me was these doctors didn't know anything about podcasting in the beginning. I had enough belief that I could help them as a podcaster, but there was no way I was going to help them with any life advice. That was not something I 
thought I could do. So idea, belief. Third one, action. And you hear us talk about action so often. You got to do the thing long enough for it to lock in as your new identity. Now, here's the beautiful thing. In the very beginning, it was, well, yeah, this person is a doctor and they want to be a podcast client. That's an idea I could, I could probably see. That's possible. And this person's very sweet. It's an amazing person. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe that could happen. Then after I talked to this person, I had enough belief. Then I took action and they became a client. Then the same process starts over. When you take your idea, sprinkle a little belief on it or borrow belief from somebody else, and then take action, that becomes the pedestal where you can then reshift your identity again and again and again and again. And I think as long as you have these three, you're going to be in a really good place and you're going to have a lot of opportunity to shift your perspective. But if you remove any of these, I don't know how sustainable it is. If it's not an idea, it's never going to happen unless it's luck. So that's fair. It's definitely possible. If there's no belief, it's probably not super sustainable. And if you take action, you're probably not going to take something internal and bring it into the external world, get the proof, get the result, and then continue the process. So that is my thesis for today's episode. Sprinkle a little belief on it. Sprinkle a little belief or borrow it. You go to your neighbor, you say, hey, I need a little sugar and I need a little belief. What do you got? And they say, I'm fresh out of sugar, but I can give you some belief. Okay, cool. <laughs> I don't know what kind of neighbors you have, man. Uh, I don't, you know, it's just a- Hey, can I borrow some belief? Imagine, just go up to, <laughs> I'm going to have a YouTube channel one day where I go up to people's doors, knock, knock. Hey, can I borrow some belief? I'm sure you'd get some answers. You'd get some unique answers for sure. For sure. I'd probably get kicked off the, the front porch there. So shout out to Amy L., the team member, the team member. A team member of ours. She and I had a conversation behind the scenes after, I forget if this was book club or group coaching or, what, or whatnot, but I remember I said, uh, I called her a transformational leader. And she was like, what? I said, you're, you're a transformational leader, empowered female transformational leader. And you could tell it wasn't clicking, wasn't registering. And I could tell she didn't identify that, that way. She's like, well, what's that? And I said, you know what's fascinating about this? Regardless of whether or not you believe it or think you are or not, you are. You are an empowered female transformational leader, and, and I'll prove it. So I Googled it right in front of her. It's really cool. Mm. And I said, what are, what are the chances you're going to lean into this if you don't even know it exists and you don't even know that you are it? And so for our listeners, what I really want to help people understand is you are a leader whether or not you identify as one. The problem is, and what is the definition of a leader? Someone who has influence. Someone who has influence over other people. You're a leader to somebody. Maybe it's your kids. Maybe it's your kids' friends. Maybe it's your, your friends. Whatever it might be. But so with AIM, I, I pulled this up. And I sent this to her in WhatsApp. I'm actually in WhatsApp right now. What is a transformational leader? Transformational leadership is defined as a leadership approach that causes change in individuals and social systems. In its ideal form, it creates valuable and positive change in the followers with the end goal of developing followers into leaders. A transformational leader is people who is someone who leads people in a way that helps them become leaders. Amy, Amy L. does that regardless of whether or not she knows what that means. So she is a transformational leader. I think one of the reasons why identity bothers me, for lack of better phrasing, is that 
you are amazing whether you admit it or not in something. The the problem is we don't we don't self-label ourselves. We let the world label us. Oh, you're shy or you're good at math or you're good at English or or you're a leader or you're not a leader. I'm the type of person that and and the question we all have to ask ourselves is when did you make that decision? What well, a good example for me is I'm not good at reading. I went to special reading classes as a kid. And I was told I'm not good at reading. And I wasn't good at reading at the time. It was true at the time. That's fair. Right? I got taken out of class, taught how to read. But now I'm good at reading. But would I be if I just let that identity creep in and just stay there? So I asked Kev before this episode, I said, is it possible to act consistently outside of alignment with our identity? In other words, can you act outside of who you believe you are? And he said, no, not for a long time, not, not for a sustainable period of time. And, and I think that, um, I'll share this as well. I, I often say this in book club and different coaching calls that I'll do. I'll say, I want you to get around people that make you uncomfortable at the ego level. What I'm really saying, even though that probably doesn't make any sense, is you need to get around people who get you to question your identity, not toxic people. Because there, there is that, there's something called gaslighting in psychological uh, terms where someone gets you to question your identity and question who you are because they want to control you. That is not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is step on stage with Kevin and I and prove to yourself that you can be a speaker. Even though it's uncomfortable. Of course it's uncomfortable. Do a Next Level Live, NLU Live, in Next Level Nation. Perfect. Oh, whoa, maybe I can do this. It's going to be uncomfortable, but it's going to help you shift your identity towards something that is now possible. And whether it's Amy talking about transformational leadership, or it's someone saying, I could never be a coach, or I'm not a coach, or I'm not a coachy type of person, or I'm not a numbers person, or I'm not a reader, or I'm bad at writing. Whatever it is, whatever label you've imposed on yourself or you've allowed the world to impose on you, all I'm saying is take back control of this process. Because if we as human beings are constantly aligning with what we believe we are, who we believe we are, what if we made that decision when we were seven? What if we made that decision when we were 12? Oh, I'm a good, I'm a good baseball player. I'm athletic. Right, that's, a, that's a good one. Are you athletic? Kev's athletic. Even when he's not athletic, he still thinks he's athletic. And he tells a story about how he tried to throw a baseball like he used to. And I wouldn't mind you telling that story. I think that's a good one. But I wouldn't mind you telling that story. Yeah, would you please watch your words? Would you, <laughs> yeah, your would words you please me, tell that story? Um, but that's really what we're talking about here is Taking you out of yourself for a minute and understanding the implications of your identity and then to Kevin's three steps, how you can actually shift it if you want to. Hi, my name is Tim Melanson and I have a web development agency called Creative Crew Agency and I'm also a podcast host of the Work at Home Rockstar podcast. I met Alan a little over a year ago. He was a guest on my podcast and we had an epic conversation and I was just really impressed with his work ethic. And so I decided to jump on board with them. And it's been a little over a year now. My business has grown, but more importantly, I feel much less stressed and 
much more purposeful with uh, what I'm doing in the direction that I'm going. So I definitely highly recommend Alan. If you're looking for some accountability, if you're looking for some tools, then look him up, take him up on his consultation. So the story Alan is forcing me to tell. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Tara no, and I the went, way I said it, though, I was like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tara and I went to, there's this big fair. I think that's what it's called, a fair. Somewhere near where we live. I don't know where it is. I would tell you, but I don't even remember. Is it the big E? I don't know. It's a big fair. <laughs> and they have like a carnival. And Tara and I went. We went with Pops, and then he ended up leaving, and we went to the carnival. And there's the game where you have to throw a baseball and you have to break milk jugs. And I was like, yeah, okay. What do you want? Tell me, you just tell me what prize you want. I'm going to get it for you. First team all state. Yeah, Put the ball wherever fine. you want it. I'm better, I'm better than all these folks. And then uh, I go and I'm like, yeah, let me, I think it's like, I don't know, you get like six balls for five bucks or something. I said, five, five will do. We'll be good. And I was terrible. My goodness. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't hit the broadside of a ship. It was brutal. <laughs> so we didn't win anything. We didn't win anything that night. But this is really good. That's a really good example because, okay, what if this is what we're doing at all times? You think you identify as somebody who is really good at something, but you don't do it enough to get humbled. Accurate. You identify as somebody who is really bad at something, but you don't do it enough because you don't believe you can do it. And therefore, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy and you just end up that way forever, quote unquote. But then when you get an opportunity to do something that a shy person wouldn't do and you have a moment of courage and you do it and then maybe you say, oh, I'm not as shy as I used to be. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Or you go throw a baseball and you bounce it six times before it reaches the backstop and you say, I am not nearly as good at throwing a ball as I used to be. <laughs> one humbles you, one builds you. But both of them create accuracy, more yeah. accuracy. That I really think. It's the drive somebody, to five right there. The drive to five. If somebody identifies as shy, you're not, you're most likely not going to do things that a shy person wouldn't do. Mm -hmm. If you're somebody who identifies as an athlete, you might not even do something because you think it'll be too easy. There could have been a part of me that said, I'm, I could win that if I wanted to. I'm not even going to try. I'm glad I did because it was very humbling. Mm -hmm. But that's that's another perspective. If if you're journaling, you're doing steps one and two. You're creating ideas and potentially belief, depending depending on your level of journal journaling and what it means to you. But without the action, it's just a bunch of stuff on paper. Yeah, action is the most humbling thing in the world, it's or the most, the most empowering. But it's also the hardest. I know. Journaling is not hard. Writing in a notebook, that's action. Even that is action. Yeah. It's not as hard as doing the thing you journal about, but it's, it's the beginning. It's the beginning steps. It's almost like all of us have this self-concept. I was talking in group coaching yesterday about self-concept and how babies, when they're young, I think it's like two, two and a half, they look in the mirror and they, for the first time, can feel and see that this is like them. They're, they're a thing, a person. And that's when our quote-unquote ego ident uh, develops, which is also identity. And it's almost like we have this fixed self-concept that's based on a past version of self. And then every action we take 
is either aligned or not with that to some extent. So, so for example, every action before you take it, you have an unconscious expectation of, so for example, we have an expectation for how this podcast episode will go. The best. Is this going better or worse than you thought? Honestly, somehow better, believe it or not. Nice. Yeah. Okay. I would say it's going worse <laughs> than, I, than I thought for sure. Go for sure. But that's kind of, that's the drive to five. What we mean by the drive to five is accurate thinking. Some people get humbled if they think they're going to crush it. Some people get empowered if they think they're going to suck. If you tend to think you're going to suck, taking action, assuming you do, is probably going to give you positive, empowering feedback. If you think you're going to be awesome, most likely you're going to have what happens to me, not always, but sometimes, where it's like, oh my God, I am so much worse than I thought. And it all has to do with identity. It's very, very important. There are certain things that I think I'm going to suck at. I'm like, wow, I'm not that bad. And there's other things I think I'm going to be great at. And it's like, oh my God, that was terrible. Just like you throwing the baseball. That was Kevin basing his current level of skill based on the last time he threw a baseball, which was what, 10 years ago or five years ago or whatever? I, a long time. Been a it's long been a, and you used to be lights out, right? I mean, you used to be able to hammer that thing. Definitely. Yeah, but yeah. you haven't practiced in how many years before that? It le- I mean, what, I'm 34, 15, <laughs> probably. I, haven't, I don't think I've thrown a, a baseball in a meaningful way for 15 years. and a half. Yeah, probably. No wonder why you sucked, man. Yeah. But yeah. you don't think about that. You don't think about how long it's been since you did it. You think about what your relationship with doing it is. Yeah, that's fine. That's, that's really what it is. And if you have a negative relationship with throwing a baseball, what are the chances you're going to pay money to try to win a teddy bear? What other things are you holding yourself back from because of this fictitious idea of self? I just think you kind of got to take messy action. You just have to. It's, there's so many benefits in just, okay, let's give it a shot. Assuming it's not dangerous, just give it a shot. Messy action's the way. Messy I remember I was on a coaching call one time and... uh the person listening will, I'll keep it private, of course, but uh, this person might think this is funny. And I remember I said something of like, take messy action, just do it. She's like, oh, don't worry. I went naked bungee jumping once. This is going to be no problem. And I was like, what? <laughs> like, okay, yeah, this will be no problem for you. It's, it's that person's identity is that they're adventurous. Mm. So they do adventurous things. I'm not going to do bungee jumping, period. Never mind naked bungee jumping. The point is, if you're shy, you're not going to do that. But what else won't you do that might be aligned? And, and, and more importantly, the dreams and goals that you have, the, the calling that you have, the courage that you need, the, the future that you want is going to be through a minefield of things that conflict with your current identity. And you're going to have to figure it out. And then, uh, that wasn't aligned. Ooh, that was actually better than I thought. Ooh, I kind of suck at that. Oh, I got to get better here. You just kind of have to walk through the minefield with courage. And I don't recommend being reckless to the point where you put yourself in danger. I don't want you to put your life in danger, but you definitely got to put your ego in danger for sure. My next level nugget for this episode would be based on the fact that I don't know if I actually planned it. I don't know if I planned the idea, belief, action. A lot of it was just necessary to accomplish the goals that we had set. And now I'm very happy and grateful that I have the benefits of that. 
but I don't know if that I that I necessarily planned it. My next level nugget would be plan it. Plan it after this episode and think to yourself, what is one thing you want to shift about your identity? That and then that's the idea right there. And then the belief comes from saying, you know what, I'm going to take a second of courage. I'm going to go with a friend, whatever it is, whatever it may be. And then the action is trying to do it more than once. You're not going to, if you identify as being shy, you're most likely not going to unidentify that after one speech, one reading, whatever it is. Doing one thing one time, it's probably not enough. You have so many reps of the other way. So give it time. Give it time when you're taking action. My next level nugget is sprinkle a little belief on it. Hell yes. And belief in yourself will get you to take action. Action will get you to have feedback. And then that feedback will help you either feel more empowered or more humble. Both are good. And uh, they'll help you become more self-aware, which is super important. If the identity that you are trying to adopt or shift into is someone who is more into growth, more into self-improvement, more into personal development, please join our private Facebook group, Next Level Nation. That right there is you having an idea, believing that you belong, which you 100% do, and then taking action. You're in a group with other people who value self-improvement. Boom. That is an identity shift right there. So link will be in the show notes. As always, we would love to have you in there. Yeah, and if you think you're not going to fit in, take a leap of faith. Worst case scenario, you leave, right? It's I all fit good. In. Give it a if shot. If I fit in, anybody's going to fit in. I do think you will. If you listen to this 100%. show, you most likely will. I mean, it's, it's a wonderful, wonderful community. The only rule in that community is you can't be disrespectful. That's it. No bullies. No bullies are allowed. So if you're a bully, stay out. Group coaching. We just ended group 12. The long pause. We just ended group 12. Uh, Kev was telling a story. He was talking to his wife, Taryn, and she's like, 12 groups? Wow. You know, I was thinking about this earlier, Kev, is 12 groups is three years. Group coaching is still a toddler. Oh, yeah. In my eyes. It's still a toddler. Three years old. You know? That's true. But it's a ball of potential, and I hope that you join. That's that's a hell of a plug. Uh, Group 13 starts January 2nd. It's a team of 10 like-minded individuals helping you get dialed in 90 day program and it's entirely focused on self-awareness personal growth momentum peak performance fulfillment the stuff you're going to learn this is a very 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 well polished product at this point we've bring we've brought 12 groups through this we've improved it every step of the way if you've ever done it before you can do it again if you're a new timer a new timer a newcomer please give it a shot it is $97 per month for 3 months with the promo code the promo code is NLU listener and the link will be in the show notes to the website. NLU listener, one word, correct? Mm-hmm. And does it matter? Capital or not, doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay, just want to make sure. Tomorrow for episode number 1,558, who is the person you feel safest around? Had a very powerful conversation with a client. And again, I'm a podcast coach. So the majority of what I do is talk about podcasting or at least you'd think a lot of the time we talk about life and vulnerable stuff. And I had a really powerful conversation with a client that was the inspiration for that episode. So we will do that tomorrow. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. Grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Take back control of your own identity. Next level nation. 
Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.